Let's start this fucking podcast. And welcome back to Zero Credits, the show where we talk about things. My name's Henry. And my name's John. And together we're Henry and John. That was a that was a pretty good intro. That's how they say hello in Atlantis. I didn't know you knew Atlantean. Yeah, the key is to just have a mouthful of water. Wait, do you have the key to Atlantis? No, I have the key to saying hello okay, in Atlantean. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. And I'm a little jumpy about the key to Atlantis. Is that like is that a Stargate reference? No, that's Stargate Atlantis. <laughs> but you need a key to... I see where you're confused, because you do need a key to open the Stargate in Atlantis. Is that what you're talking about? I'm talking about the Stargate in Atlantis. I'm not talking about Stargate Atlantis, which is a TV show. What's the difference? Well, in Atlantis, there's a Stargate. Okay, I but see. But in Stargate Atlantis, they go through a Stargate to get to Atlantis. To meet Jason Momoa. Momoa. Oh, wait, that's the guy who's gonna be Carl Drago in Game of Thrones. Also, Aquaman. Yeah, he's gonna do both. At the same time. Alright, let's back things up. Okay, sorry, we got ahead of ourselves. Yeah, we... The... What do they call it? The wagon... We put the horse before the cart. Wait. That's the good way to do it. the cart before the horse. Which, if the horse was good at pushing... Horses are not good at pushing. Oh, is that a fact? They like pulling. Very bad pushers. Really? Yeah. Well, then why is heroin called horse? Because, well, you do push it into your veins, and the person who sells it to you is called a pusher. This is confusing. I feel like drugs really missed an opportunity. They could have called it something better at pushing, like like a person. Or an ox? Oxes are better at... I don't know. What's the difference between pulling and pushing if you've got a yoke on? Uh, the force direction. The direction of the force. Yeah, you're still moving against inertia. Yeah, just in opposite directions. When is a horse a vector? A horse is a vector, of course. Of course. Unless... He's talking, Mr. Red. Mr. Red. Wilbur! Ah, such good. Alright, that's the intro. Yeah. Oh, that's the one we're going with. Focused. We're 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 focused new segments. That's what we're focusing on. All right, cut cut the fat, trim the wheat. We have to separate the wheat from the chaff. We have to separate the chaff grenades from the flashbangs. What's a chaff grenade? Is that the one that explodes into ball bearings? I think a chaff grenade is at least in the Metal Gear Solid universe. The kind that explodes in little tiny magnetic strips that mess up electronic equipment. Oh. Don't know if they're real. Yeah. They might be. They might be. Focus. All right. New segments. So focused. Laser focus. Yes. And? And? I'm going to get us started. Oh, good. By asking. Oh? John? Oh? What are... We doing? What are we doing? I've got a new segment. Oh, a brand new segment, right? Brand new segment that's 
and no way redressing what we've already done in a new way. Hot on the heels of what are you doing? Well, yeah. What are we doing, I should say? What are you doing is an entirely new segment. Well, this segment is called Today's Topics. Today's Topics. And it's about to topics. Yes, what about to topics? It's about to topics. Today's to topics. To today's to topics. Today's to topics that are happening today. Or close in approximation to today. I mean, does today always refer to the cycle of the uh, sun? No, the the rotation of the earth. Yeah, the sun, yeah. yeah the, but no, is that... I don't know. I think today always refers to the day that it is, but t- today's to topics yes. is more about events that are happening close to this date. Semi-extemporaneously. For example, oh, those Olympics. Oh, the Olympics. They're over. They are? They ended oh, on Sunday. They ended as the Olympics always do. They ended when Mario emerged from his hole and saw his shadow. That actually happened. It did happen. As tribute to Japan, the next host of the Olympics, Brazil, had a Mario come out. I think the Mario was actually the the Prime Minister of Japan, maybe? That would be an honor for him. It is. Uh, I saw that. I saw that that happened. And that was crazy. I think that was a really cool gesture, but also reducing an entire country to one mascot. I mean, you know, if it was America, there would have been like a fighter jet with a cigar in its mouth, so... Not or, necessarily. Or Sonic the Hedgehog. But I mean, I think was, I think if was, Japan can like lean into the fact that they created this huge cultural icon... And, I mean, if you were responsible for something that every single person on Earth knows about pretty much, you'd probably lean into it pretty hard. Oh, so then would America's be Mickey Mouse? Maybe. If we decide to go that direction, we totally could do that. Yeah. But then it would bring up, like, weird anti-Semitic history and stuff and whatever. Okay. But then again, there's the weird anti-Semitic history of Mario. I'm kidding. I don't think Mario... Mario was post the time where we viewed Japan as the enemy. Yeah, it's true. It was like 80s. Uh, the only thing I can remember about... Okay, so Donkey Kong was before Mario. Well, they're concurrent. Yeah, but Donkey Kong was the name of the game where Mario first appeared and he was the plumber and he was like... Dirk, dirk, dirk. Yeah, they yeah. named it... Well, check, technically that was Jumpman. Jumpman, there we go. It, yeah. And uh, wasn't wasn't Donkey Kong's name originally Monkey Kong? Yes. All right. It was a, it was a mistranslation, as far as I know. Okay, fantastic. Because it was like, why would you call the monkey monkey? Like that was the joke. It's like, well, he's an ape, but we're calling him a monkey. Oh, mistranslated to donkey. Oh no, the rest is history. <laughs> donkey Kong. So the Olympics. Yeah, they happened. Was Donkey Kong there? No. Oh, he would have just that barrel chucking contest. <laughs> That's an Olympic game, I'm pretty sure. But, uh, so as the Olympic dust clears and they hose down or burn the Olympic village, whatever, whichever one is more sanitary. They gotta cleanse that thing. Uh, what did we take away from this four-year event that happened this time? A bunch of gold medals. Yeah, America swept. Yeah, America did real good. Eat it, rest of the world. You know what maybe we also took away from it? What? Uh, a revitalization or maybe the creation of 
uh, sensationalist human-focused Olympic stories. Oh, you mean like all of the really horrible things that they... All of the really non-events that they spin into major events? NBC, apparently the, the people who were covering the Olympics at NBC this year wanted to go a totally different direction, make it essentially a reality show to like drum up views. You know what happened as a result? A 25% decrease in coverage. Yep. Which NBC then blamed on millennials. Oh, of course. You know, I, I'm okay with them blaming it on millennials if they're saying millennials are too smart to like that shit. Or, or if millennials are smart enough to not watch their time-shifted, spoiler-protected bullshit casting while the rest of the world just gets the events as they happen. And just go to the BBC. Because yeah. the BBC doesn't like whatever. We were the only nation that time-shifted events. Mm-hmm. It's dumb. Yeah. Uh, but no, just otherwise I thought the coverage was real slimy. The fact that they would take relatively small events that people express some amount of outrage over. Like, I forget the athlete's name and I hate that I forget that. But she didn't put her hand on her heart during the... Anthem? Uh, during the, the national anthem, anthem. During the national anthem. And some people were like, oh, that's disrespectful. NBC was like, oh, outcry over disrespectful not putting hand over heart. It's like, shut up. Yeah. Who cares? I, and, like, it, as always, really small moments exploded into huge internet phenomena. They, um... You can tell from the amount of time their cameras spend in this, like, leering kind of way just on athletes who are just living their lives or preparing for events. Like, they would lock on Michael Phelps's face, waiting for him to make some kind of, like, gesture, to sneer, to smile. They'd read into it. They'd write, like, a clickbaity article about it. Ooh, what did this Michael Phelps special half-snivel mean? Uh, and that's one of the small events I was referring to, where Michael Phelps, before one of, event, one of his events, was just became super focused and had, like, a frown. He was, like, concentrating... Probably mentally psyching himself up. Yeah. Made the rounds and people loved it, which is great. They loved the fact that, well, they they kind of compared him to uh, the Emperor from Star Wars. All right. But sure. the fact is, is like, that's just probably part of his routine. We don't need to see every step. We should just be focused on the event itself. Stop mm -hmm. showing us so much goddamn B-roll. One of the things they did, I think it was for diving, maybe, but they were focusing on these, uh, these female athletes... Just as they were, like, drinking water and preparing for the event. And they just spent a huge amount of time just, like, scanning them. Like, come on, somebody do something. And it's like, no, they're just extremely competent people preparing for something they've trained their whole lives for. There's something weirdly voyeuristic about watching athletes do things that aren't the sport that, mm. that they're prepared for. Mm -hmm. So I, I guess that's part of it. It's kind of like, well, this is just what they do. But also, while they're showing us the American act, uh, actors, the American athletes or whatever, uh, there's probably people actually doing the sport. Yeah. So stop being so America-centric and pan over. Yeah, we were, we were extremely ethnocentric. And one of the things that uh, I watched a little bit of in the coverage, uh, Olympic diving is a fun sport to watch. It's okay. One of the things about Olympic diving is that they have a hot tub and a shower between dives so you can go and use a hot tub or a shower 
And so many people, because of NBC's coverage, like following people to the hot tub or the shower, were like, oh, look at these pampered athletes. Why are you taking a shower? You were just in the pool water. That's like the the hot tub and the shower because diving is terrifying. Diving is a horrifying experience, and those people use those things to collect themselves. Not to mention the uh, the Olympic pool, the Olympic diving pool. Oh, the one that turned green? Several times. Yep. So it could also be like an actual health concern, because diving, m- the majority of it happens in the air. Yep. The pool is just for safety. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's it's kind of like, yeah, I was in the pool that I, no one wants to be in for a while, mm-hmm. so uh, I'm going to go jump in a thing that's boiling literally yep to get these germs off and it, it might be apocryphal this might not have actually happened but i believe one of the people in charge of uh of keeping the pool from turning green said the sentence chemistry is not an exact science that's 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 brilliant that might not be an actual quote that might be totally apocryphal but <laughs> now uh my my dad takes care of the pool that we have back in my hometown brag humble my dad man but uh no oh you have a dad dad brag if you ask him about keeping a pool not green he'll probably say well there's no science behind it (laughs) (laughs) he's he's talked to experts before and basically they've said yeah just keep pouring chlorine into it until that doesn't happen until it stops and then he's like well what about people like swimming in it and they're they're basically like, oh, you want them to swim in it? It's gonna be green. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about the green. Yeah, uh, pools are pools actually do feel like they're not exact sciences. Uh, my parents have a pool brag, and uh, sometimes oh. it just turns green. Oh. Sometimes it just turns green. Uh, I don't know, a lot of weird, slimy stuff surrounding the Olympics that I did not care for. A lot of really great athletes out there. Who were uh, maybe covered not as much as they should have been because yeah. other athletes were more interesting from like a human interest point of view. I think there's a lot of that. Uh, one thing I, I recall, I, I watched a lot of the track and field events because that's just my area of interest. And there was one race that, uh, <laughs> from the camera angles, it really looked like America won. Because they focused just on the American runner. Yep. And, and my like my dad was watching too because I was home for this, and he was like, "Where is she in the lineup?" Because like she just passed that person. Is she first? Mm-hmm. And I was like, "From all for all we know, yes." And then like it zooms out, and she's like directly in the middle of the pack. Oh no! And like people are crossing the finish line just then, mm-hmm. and it's like she came in fourth. So it's like, why are we watching her? Why are we not watching the entire race? Why weren't we actually seeing the event? I mean, that's something that I find kind of refreshing and frustrating about the Olympics because the Olympics are essentially a... They give you a permit as a citizen of this country to be, like, xenophobic and nationalist, at least in terms of athletics. Because the Olympics is supposed to represent your country. You're like, yeah, yeah, America, yeah. But... It's, I don't know, I hate that about it because they do not tell you anything, anything about these foreign athletes for the most part. And it's because they didn't research them or do anything like that. Mm -hmm. 
Um, until they win, and then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, well, at the uh, the world championship of this event, they, they placed first there. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, you, you withheld that information until, yep. like, it was impossible for us to win. I mean, the, the amount of research you'd have to do is pretty staggering, but I think it was the Mongolian judges for the wrestling event. Oh, I saw this. Who took all their clothes off in anger and in to protest. protest. To protest it. But... When when we see that, when it's filtered through American news, we're like, huh, that's funny and ridiculous. And to share on Facebook, say, same. But it's like, they actually did that because of a series of, like, systemized uh, slights against them throughout time. And it's kind of a, like, cultural form of protest in Mongolia. And I think that's really cool, and I would want to hear more about that from, I don't know, anyone in... Who has the authority over these things, which you would if you're a commentator for these sports. Mm-hmm. The commentary was horrible. The commentary was like, oh, look at look at these guys. They're naked. They're angry and naked. Yeah. What weirdos. It, I, I don't even know if there's a right way to do commentary for this event. Or, it, or any of the Olympic events. Maybe it's just better to... Just present them and and watch them unfold and happen naturally. I mean, for the most part, almost all Olympic games are pretty straightforward. Yeah. You really don't need someone to tell you what just happened. Like, half of them are are games that already have sport. I'm sorry. Are sports that already have rules Mm -hmm. or, like, they're races, so it's whoever gets to the finish line first. Or they're just dead simple things like the shot put, which is who threw the thing the farthest. Or, yeah, or the other one. Javelin toss? Hammer. Is the hammer toss in the Olympics still? I think so. I think... Oh, no. I I, I know that because an unfortunate thing happened where... Oh, a, no. A hammer t- got loose and, like, crashed into some guy who was just standing there watching. Oh, God. Is he okay? I think he was fine. Oh, good. Just, just his pride was crushed by, like, a 50-pound hammer. I mean, I... His pride might be crushed, but I would wear that as a, as a badge of honor. It's like, no, not only was I at the Rio, at the Rio Olympics, I got smashed by a hammer. Yeah. That would be great. <laughs> I got hammered ha. at the Olympics. Oh. That's a shirt. Oh. For that guy, yeah. just that one guy. And only he can wear it. If anyone else wears it, you have to hit them with a hammer. Or pay the fine. Which is being hit with a hammer. <laughs> yes. Eight. And then you get a, a a consolation shirt that says, I got hammered for wearing a I got hammered at the Rio Olympic shirt. That's awesome. But, uh, I don't know. So standout moments from these Olympics. I'll, let's do like a, a top two each. Like a sporting thing? I guess. Yeah, okay, or top. Like, if you have a specific moment you can refer to, you refer to that. But if you just like have a sport. Okay, I have two. Alright. Okay, uh, first one. That dude breaking his leg. Oh, on the on the balance beam? Yes. Oh my god. And I want to give props to that guy. What did... Uh, he, like, bent the wrong way. I want to give props to that guy. Why? Because when his leg broke, yes. he had the decency to not have a compound fracture. <laughs> because usually... Wait, when is you... that where you see the bone? Yes. Oh god. Because a lot of times in sports, when athletes break their legs like that... They, like the big jerks that they are, they get a compound fracture. And I see that video, and I puke, and it's the worst. But this guy, he kept it together. Jesus. It was fine. Oh, talk about pain. Yeah, no. That looks like the worst. I 
Yeah. Oh, poor guy. Have you ever, ever seen that video stage. from that MMA fight where some dude, like, kicks at somebody and their leg just goes... Yeah. It's awful. Breaking legs is just terrible because it's... They shouldn't do that. I mean, I can see people break arms and I'm kind of okay with it. But, like, breaking legs, I'm like, no! No, please. Alright. Oh, do I do my... T- yeah. My- Alright, uh... The- kind of similar, leg-related. It was in one of the, uh... Women's long race events. What do they call that? Uh, relit... Nope. Marathon? No. Nope. There's a word for it. Distance run. Yeah, there we go. It was in one of those, uh... I forget, it was New Zealand and America were the two people involved. I don't remember names. Mm-hmm. One was like D'Angelo or something. And I, I don't know how, what exactly happened, but one fell and bumped into the other. And so they both fell and kind of like fell behind. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can contest, but you have to finish. Okay. So the American girl gets up, picks the New Zealander, get, got, gets her up, and they both start to run. Then the American realizes she can't run. Mm. Her leg, like something happened to it. Yeah. And so the New Zealander realizes it, goes back, and they help each other finish the race. So they can contest it and then... Yeah, Uh, yeah, so... But no, still. They ended up being able to to move on to the semifinal thing. Mm -hmm. Only the American, who is D'Angelo... she tore her ACL. Oh no, that's bad. That's a career-ending injury. Yeah. And it varies in pain levels. Some people uh, experience no pain. Some people, it's the most painful thing they ever experience. Luckily, like she, she was there to kind of cheer on the New Zealander in the final or whatever, but she couldn't run anymore, and it was just mm. really sad. Yeah. But that moment of her going, like, the, each other helping each other out, mm-hmm. give them a medal, like, for Olympic spirit, you know? Yeah. Which I, which does exist. I think we should have like honor Olympic medals. But uh, my second one. Oh, what happened to your? Oh. Did, did a small person move into your voice? My throat seized up. Oh, are um, you allergic to Olympic spirit? I am. Uh, my second moment is uh, Brazil scoring the winning goal on Germany. Because okay. Oh, they get in soccer. Yeah, they get revenge. So I don't like Brazil. I'm not a huge fan of Brazil's team. I really like the World Cup, and I like Germany. But, man, That's the a... Germans slaughtered them. Well, they made a point of slaughtering them in the World Cup. It was a difference of, like, seven goals, right? Yeah, they they made a point of humiliating them. They systematically destroyed them. Don't do that. And so Brazil got revenge. Yeah. That's awesome. Yep. Shame it's not at the World Cup stage, so people would be like, scoff. Yep. But still, but that's still that's still cool. I, I like that the Brazilians got that. Once again, do not like the Brazilian football team. Do not yeah. like them. I, I and I'm okay with the Germans, but if your dicks in the World Cup, you deserve to be revenged on. If you oh, if you are dicks, not if your dick is in it. <laughs> no, no, no. If you are. If you are dicks in the World Cup, you deserve what's coming to you. I agree. Yeah. That's why Zidane Zidane, mm. he just gets headbutted every day. By every a day. Rand- every day he knows that at some point someone around him will headbutt him. Sometimes it's like through his bedroom door. Yeah. Sometimes it's a ghost. Sometimes sometimes, sometimes a bird just flies into him, but he knows. Sometimes someone's driving a car and they try to headbutt him, but they just hit him with the car. And it counts. It counts. 
Alright, uh, my second top thing, which was technically from the, I guess, the Paralympics. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a blind runner. Mm-hmm. And her guide runner was Usain Bolt. What? That's amazing! Yes! How have I not heard of this? Uh, all he does is, um, like, he just kind of runs behind her to make sure she doesn't mm-hmm. go anywhere she's not supposed to. But it's just, like, a really nice shot of this of this woman who's blindfolded, I, I suppose... For protection of her eyes. Yeah. Smiling. And then Usain Bolt is behind her, like, also smiling. That's pretty great. Man. I, um... (laughs) So is it... Is the entire event for blind people who are running? I think there are various things. I'm not entirely sure how it works. If it was entirely for blind people who are running... Man, can you imagine, like, the locker room shit talk? Like, she's got... She's got Usain Bolt unfair (laughs) and they're like well and she's just like well he doesn't actually have any like impact on the race and they're like yeah that's what you would say yeah yeah you're in his aura you're getting his power (laughs) also i like to imagine she's running and running very fast you know she's in the olympics usain bull's just walking (laughs) he's somehow traveling faster than his step should allow him to walk and he's still just walking it's like an optical illusion all right well that's that's the olympics for you that was the olympics and that was today's to topics that was a good segment yeah i i'm glad we came up with it you know uh you know what I'm not glad we came up with? What? Ryan Lochte. Yeah. Or Lock Locky Lotke? Lotka? Lochte. Lochte. Yeah. So let's shift to a segment called Lock Up Lochte. <laughs> Whoa. I, f- I feel like you're taking a stance very early. Well, no, no, no. This is... It's a general... <laughs> general statement. Oh, okay. So it's a general segment name. We're not saying lock up Lochte. We're not talking... The segment is not in reference to Ryan Lochte. Mm-hmm. It's just, in general, a Lochte probably needs <laughs> to be locked, locked up. up. We don't know which one. Yeah. So what did Lochte do at the Olympics? I really don't know. Okay, here's my timeline of events. Alright. Number one, he said he was robbed. Number two, Brazilian authorities were like, we don't honestly believe that that happened. Number three, in the chain of events, people were like, you didn't get robbed. In fact, you broke the door at a convenience store. Number four, you didn't just break the store, the door at a convenience store. You, unlike two other people, assaulted somebody and broke the door at this convenience store and lied about getting robbed. Is that accurate? All right, let me fill you in on the full story. Okay. Ryan Lochte and three of his friends... Three of his friends. ...got drunk and decided to hit the Rio Grande town. That's not a place. Yeah. Um, the city of Rio de Janeiro. They, they, so they did something. We don't know what. But they ended up at this convenience store because one of them... Uh, no, the taxi needed to fill up. They were in a taxi, the taxi needed to fill up. Mm-hmm. They got out of the taxi because they needed to use the bathroom. I mean, if you're in the pool, yeah, you need to use the bathroom a lot. Yes. You soak up a lot of water. It's true. Plus, they were drunk. Uh, they walk down an alleyway to where they think the bathroom is. There's no bathroom. Mm-hmm. So Bathrooms they... are usually not down alleyways. It's like an. It's like maybe between the car wash, I guess, and the, and the convenience store. Mm-hmm. And uh, so you see... 
them do something back there, and then they come back to the car, and someone's yelling at them, hey, or, you know, in Portuguese, mm-hmm. and uh, they don't know what's going on, they get in the cab, a police officer shows up, officer of the law shows up, mm-hmm. is talking to them in Portuguese, takes out his gun, sticks it in the cab. Oh. This, this sounds bad. It sounds bad. Except, someone was there translating Portuguese. Mm-hmm. It said, this is a police officer, you need to get out of the car, you need to, you did damage back there, you need to pay for the damage. So they, like, they submit to the police officer, they, like, you know, hands up, they get on the ground, all that, mm-hmm. and they ended up leaving, like, 50 bucks to the, uh, the owner of the, the gas station, they, to prepare the damage or whatever, mm-hmm. should be wrapped up in closed you know yeah the next morning ryan lochte calls his mother and tells her he was robbed oh she talks to the american media of course who spreads the story like wildfire Mm. brazil understandably has no idea what's going on Mm -hmm. they're like no and they're worried about like people thinking it's not safe Mm -hmm. so they quickly get on the counter spin and say he was not robbed. That mm-hmm. was a police officer. Yep. And then, like, so Lochte flees before the authorities can pull him off a plane. His teammates get pulled off the plane. They investigate. Teammates fess up. We weren't robbed. Oh. I saw Lochte in an interview with NBC, one of their guys, doubling down on the, the rob story. He said, and I quote, Well, many people can read this many different ways. Yes. that That's what he's going what, with. What did he do? Apparently they might have, like, uh, urinated on the back of the... Okay. Yeah. Did they ever break a door? They might not have been able to get in... It's a gas station bathroom. Oh, I see. It was I probably see. locked. They yep. might have broken the door. Mm-hmm. Then in panic, emptied their buyers <laughs> on the broken door. Like, we're sorry, door. Take this. <laughs> this like, is why we're here. We're like, no, fix it. Uh oh. But it was, like, a dumb thing. And then the person who got, like, the scapegoat, who was one of Lochte's teammates, uh, got a fine of, like, $1,100 with the option to pay that directly to charity. Oh, nice. Uh, My favorite part of this whole thing was it was one of the Olympic uh, officials who was, like, ahead of this case said, They got drunk. They made a mistake. I say, and he's Brazilian. He's like, I say let him go. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> just just please be cool with this. <laughs> let this be the precedent of all people who get drunk and have fun. Just let them go. <laughs> it's okay. I, uh, I don't know. My, my concern with the story... Uh, okay, look. Probably gonna believe the officer of the law on this one. Yeah. And I'm not saying Lochte's innocent... But it is a real party foul to stick a loaded gun in someone's face. Yeah. I am... Okay, this not at all the same country or the same precedent. But, uh, I don't know. You don't realize, living in America, that foreign law enforcement is way cooler with guns than you think they might be. Yeah, I mean, I've talked to officers on several occasions without even seeing their guns. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were in Mexico for a little while... And we were riding in a cab, and down the other side of the street, there was a 
like this armored personnel carrier with like three dudes just sitting on it with rifles. Wow. It's like, oh man, this is awful. Though it's because we were in a tourist city and they probably have that going on circuit to be like, hey, this is a tourist city. Don't do anything. Yeah. We're trying to send the best possible message about what our country is by creating an entirely artificial city where white people can buy shit. Oh, what, what is this, like Cancun or something? It's Cozumel. Cozumel? Yep. Artificial tourist cities. Artificial tourist cities are monstrous. Hey, what a shame we can't at all tie that into the Rio Olympics. Are you trying to say that Rio, the Rio Olympics was a tourist city for a little while? And what? No. All for white enjoyment? They didn't, like, destroy Every... people's homes and lock people up. Whatever. They didn't do that. Hey. Olympic greatness comes with a steep price. And an iron fist. And a jack boot. One that there's an, a knife in the heel that when you click the heel, the knife comes out. Yeah, like in Wild Wild West. With Will Smith. Oh, it's all coming together. Will Smith, poverty, Rio Olympics, full circle. So that was our segment, Locked Up a Locky. Lochty. Doesn't lock- necessarily have to be him. Don't lock up Lochty, but lock up Lochty. Yeah. Not necessarily. You can if you want to, but... So I think it's time for one of our classic breaks. Our patented breaks. Yeah. Our ABS breaks. Let's pump these breaks. pump Hey there, John. Hey there, Henry. Whoa, what do you know? It's 2016. Already? Yeah. All of a sudden, man... And I've got a favorite podcast I like. Oh? And I really wish the people who made that podcast could hear my thoughts and or feelings. Oh. Who? What? It's 2016? Yeah. It was 1980 last time I looked. Well, that's why I'm telling you it's 2016 and a good little site was created that lets you get in touch with people that you don't know directly. 36 years have passed. It's called Twitter.com. Twitter? You can go to Twitter.com and make an account in like seconds, and it's free! Is, where's Reagan? He probably has an account. You can check it out at Twitter.com. Make an account, then try to find your favorite people. Like, I don't know, your favorite podcast. That's at ZCPCWHJ. What? This podcast? Yeah, this podcast that you're on. ZCPCWHJ, what does that stand for? That stands for Zero Credits Podcasts with Henry John. Podcast is two words. It is? What? Podcast is two words. It is. So ZCPC. I get it now. Yeah. And if you want to get in contact with us, you can do it on Twitter.com. Just make an account. Make an account. Use it. Be one of the few people who use Twitter, because more brands use Twitter than people now. Yeah, it's true, because Wendy's. Thanks, Wendy's. Ba-da-ba, Wendy's. I need 2016. To, I need to pay my taxes. Jesus Christ, John. Get your time travel bullshit together. 36 years of property taxes is a lot. Heh, <laughs> I rent I don't own. Cacao! And we're back. Yay. 
So, uh, now that the Olympics talk is out of the way... Yeah. We can get to talking about the real issues. What's really important to us. What's really affecting the world right now. And that's you. And, in fact, it's questions from you... We have statements statements from from us. That's right. Our favorite segment. Our favorite segment where we interact directly with you, the VIEW fans. The VIEW fans. That's what you are. Yep. And today we have a little of the email question. Oh. Yeah. Is it is the email question whether or not we should check our email? Because I think the answer is yes. I check it. All It comes to my phone. It's automatically up. You're a grandpa. Hmm. All right. <laughs> Today's question comes from one or first or X. X, the mystery emailer. X, the mystery emailer. The more you email, the more names you get. She writes, Afternoon, gents. As I sit here eating leftover homemade pizza for the fifth day in a row, it hits me that I have very little experience in cooking accurate portions of food for a single person. But I also feel very guilty throwing away any sort of leftovers. As apartment renters who regularly cook for one, what are your strategies for managing leftovers? All the best. She she wrote first. Oh, well... Mixed-mixtery. Mixed signals. Uh, so, well, that's a bit of a loaded question, assuming that I'm a renter who cooks for one. It's accurate, but it's it's loaded. How do you know I don't cook for my many beautiful friends? And because do you cook for your many beautiful friends? No. Then that's on the record. So, uh, how do I deal with leftovers? Yeah. I keep them and I eat them. Honestly, there's... Okay, this is this is peering a little bit into John's life. There are rarely leftovers. John eats a lot. I I eat so much. No. I, re- I really do. No, like, it's bad. I understand. Well, I mean... Can't stop. You've got that insatiable hunger, plus you're like, what, seven foot nine? Something like that. So you've got... The food has to reach all the way to your toes. It does. Because we're just empty sacks of food. And then it comes out my toes. Um... I mean the way I the way I view leftovers is they're not something to manage as much as they're a gift that I find in my fridge later before they've gone bad and so it's like now I don't have to cook. My favorite thing to do is to buy like frozen things and then eat some of them and then forget about the other frozen things I bought and go, "Oh, pizza pockets." Yeah. Fantastic. I don't have to pay for food. Uh, one thing that I guess we could suggest is, like, you could have a day where you cook all of your meals for the week. Yeah. And then you put them in containers and label them, and that way you've got your whole week planned out. And then you can be a true bodybuilder. Now, the real suggestion I have is don't do that. That's a lot of work, and I hate it. Yep. So instead, just cook, you know, the serving size as intended, and then eat it either all at once... Or over the period of the next three days. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that leftovers are the worst thing in the world. It's always nice to have food when you don't expect it, even if it is a little uh, moist and cold. But really, I was kind of into fitness for a minute, and the amount of people who recommend that you like plan your meals out, have the same meal over the course of like days and days, man, I hate that. I cannot do that. The only upside is that, you know, you calculate the calories once and then it's the same amount of calories for each meal. Oh, man. 
Okay, that's really good. Oh, that's good. That that does make it so you can uh, so you can track your calories. Right. However, I just thought of the perfect uh, leftover managing solution. It's what I do. It's what everyone should do. Okay. It's a secret. No one talks about this. All right. It's called sauce. You need to stock up and get many varied sauces. If you have a ton of sauces, leftovers are never going to be the same. Oh. One day, chipotle lime pizza. The other day, mango coconut pizza. Third day, sweet chili garlic pizza. So it's like tricking your taste buds into thinking you're eating something different, but it's just the same thing with a new coat of flavoring. Yeah, I mean, okay, do you like ketchup? I love ketchup. Ketchup is delicious. You know what? If you uh, cook for yourself, and let's say you cook a whole bunch of food because you didn't eat a lot. Yeah. And when you didn't eat a lot, you needed a whole bunch of calories at the end of the day. So you cook up like a whole bunch of rice and peas and seitan and all this stuff. It's like all the things that you need for the day, a bunch of spinach. The problem with that is it probably doesn't taste very good. Unless... Put a bunch of ketchup on it. Because ketchup's delicious and it cancels out most flavors. It also adds a bunch of sugar. But worry about that in 20 years. Who cares about sugar? You care about nutrients. Yeah. Sugar's a nutrient. I mean, that's what I do with sweet potato fries. But when I cook a bunch of sweet potato fries, I'm looking forward to eating them with every meal. True. But sauces are so great at making unpalatable or boring food better. So... Would you suggest sauces and seasonings, or just go for the sauces? Sauces and seasoning. There's a seasoning out there you can get that's called tagine, tagine. It's uh, a Mexican flavoring that is like red pepper and lime, and you just sprinkle on food, makes everything taste really great. Okay. It's also cheap. You can find it at Walmart. Okay. It is a spice that is so good that the bottle says, uh, do not consume alone, this is not candy interesting it's really good all right sauces spices forget everything i said previously leftover management get creative and make it taste like different food so that's i think we've covered like a a number of different options also if you have leftover pizza and you're sick of being in pizza form you can cut it into like little strips and then fry them up in a frying pan till they're crispy and you get pizza fries all right that's a Tons of options. Uh, sauces and pizza fries. You know what? If you can't sauce it, fry it. All right. Well, the, I mean, you've got sauces, you've got fry it, you've got plan out your meals for the entire week, and you've got eat it all at once or just eat it for the next three meals. Choose your own adventure. You, I mean, I think, and that's enough to try all of them and develop your own sort of strategy for handling the amount of leftovers which that is, you have. Which is what you should do in all aspects of life. Experiment. See what works for you. Yeah, don't listen to us. We have zero credits. Oh, but no, listen to us, but listen to the options we give you. Don't yeah. just pick one and assume that we're right, because look at us. If we were experts, we would tell you, this is how you do this. But we're like you, so we're telling you, try all these things and find the one you like. And don't even listen to experts unless your life is on the line. Or the lives of your loved ones. Then listen to experts. Otherwise, take it with a grain of salt. And a dab of sauce. Don't spay your dogs. Don't vaccinize your cats. Who cares? Okay, wait, no. Don't, we're oh, not, wait, no, we're do not, those things. We're not saying. Okay, do those things. John, no, do you're, the, little, do you're, those little, things. you're a little over-eager I, right now. I was trying to make like a... Like a what? What do you call it? Uh, Metaphor. The 
an, an example? Yeah. That's what I was trying to do. I was trying to make what's called an example. Well, I think just apply our, our advice to leftover management. Yeah. Leave it at that for now. Don't vaccinate your pizza. Uh, why would you vaccinate a pizza? So it doesn't get hep C. Actually, there's no vaccination for hep C, I don't think. All right. That's the only one I ain't got. Um, we could also... Uh, Wait, I said that as if I have both hepatitis A and, and B. I, and That's I, not true. No, I just no, no, haven't no. been vaccinated. John, we're moving on. Okay. John. Okay. I, I obviously heard that and decided to not bring it up. Well... And anyway, also on the Twitter, what we've got uh, our 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 Eric, Eric, our fan Eric. Uh, she did, I think, what's called a mention. Oh, and she wrote that moment when you are the outlier whose job is her harvest moon, with the hashtag find your harvest moon. I like that. Yeah, it's really I, cool. I actually do like. I, I like the sentiment, and I like the hashtag "Find Your Harvest Moon," and that, that's why I brought it up because I want to, I want to, I want to hashtag it with my voice. Hashtag Find Your Own Harvest Moon. Do yeah. it. And I mean, this is of course in reference to our talk last week. Yeah. About how video games make work seem fun, and maybe if you found a job that is fun, it wouldn't feel like work. Exactly. So find your harvest moon. Find your harvest moon. Hashtag. I think I need to, like, be a machinist. We talked about this. Yeah. But for a significant portion of my day at work, I was making springs out of paper clips and making little machines to use the springs. And man, I'm not happy at my job. What you do is you, you, you make a savings nest egg to float you while you launch your machinist career. There we go. Yeah. And then I'll become Christian Bale. I thought that was the machinist. You're right. Deus Ex Machinas. Okay, so obviously it's, it's the machinist? It is the machinist. Welcome, my son. Welcome to the machinist. Yeah. Alright. So, uh, anyway. Oh, I think it's time for you to do... A segment? A segment. It's very interesting that you want me to do a segment. Yeah, uh, laser focus. Laser focus. Don't. We we gotta remember this laser focus. We've We've kept it up until now and now it's just okay i have a segment all right now you've hit us with many segments i i have and this segment uh is only one segment all but right. it's a goodie it's it's an, a one but a goodie uh i don't have a name for it oh well and i'd like i'd like you to do a punch up on it all right i'll punch okay so what i'm calling it and you need to punch this up i will punch this up is this is what's making me angry right now, comma, where have all the laughs gone? <laughs> Alright. Alright, I got, I got it. You need to... Uh, I'm, I'm getting... Laser up, focus. Punch, punch up. Punch, Laser fists. Punch. Alright. How about... This is what is making me angry currently, and where have all the laughs gone? I like it. Okay, I like it. I like it. Um, maybe... Maybe change laugh to Laughter. Oh, mm. I didn't know there was going to be notes on my oh, notes. Sorry. Like I said, I'm a punch-up artist. I can't help but critique. I thought you told me to punch it up, so yeah, I was going to be there. I can't. It's a conflict of interest if I punch up my own thing. All right, well, welcome to the segment. This is what is making me... Er what was it? <laughs> this is what's making me angry. Where have all the laugh gone? All right. 
All right, so in this segment, the way it's set up is each of us has a major grievance with something in the world right now. All right. And we talk about it. We discuss about it, and maybe it was presumptive of me to name the segment after what my thing is, but please, you go first. All right, I'll go first. All right, here's, I'm, and I, I do have a grievance. Wait, is this a large, the world at large, or just? Just in the world. Is it, so it's something that's larger than my life, or is it just in my life? Just something you feel is important. Can it be as small as air conditioning? Yes. All right. <laughs> I'm, what I'm angry at right now is my air conditioning is out, but with a question mark. Mm. Because if I flip a breaker switch every time I want it to be on, it'll be on. That sounds messed up. And uh, I actually had someone come look at it, and that's what they suggested. With the caveat that if if that's what it was, I need to tell them. Oh. So <laughs> like, do this. But if you need to do this, tell us. Yeah, it was, it was like, well, this is what I did to get it to work. If you have find yourself doing this, then you, it's not fixed. Yeah, call us back. And, and it's kind of like, I get, I understand that you're busy and that you couldn't stick around to see if like if it was fixed or not. But it's not fixed. You didn't fix it. Come, I wanted you to fix it. Yep. And it's, it's the equivalent of turning your computer off and back on again. He's like, I did this to fix it. I'm going to assume it's going to stay fixed. Yeah. So maybe. And, and I, I understand, uh, even in the computer world, that's how it's done. and that's Because if you're a technician, you can't hang around all day to see if it's, it's working. Mm-hmm. But the user who's using it will definitely know if it's working or not. Mm-hmm. It makes sense. I just have to go back and... <sighs> I knew... You just have to call them. So, but I'm mad. I'm mad that things break. Okay. Why? Why, why Ent- is entropy a thing? Yeah, entropy's the worst. Jesus. I, I wish we could exist in a closed system and nothing ever degrade. Yeah, I want my sandwich to last forever. I mean, I just got a car, and I hate knowing that it is degrading as I'm using it. Yeah. Also, will my fog lights get busted somehow? Ooh. So if anyone out there in the Twitterverse knows who did that and bring him to justice, that'd be cool. Justice for your car fog light. Don't worry, my car is named Harambe. It's justice for Harambe. I don't know if you know this, but the it was the Cincinnati Zoo. Yeah. They they really want people to stop making their dead gorilla a meme. Oh. In fact, they released a statement about that yesterday. Did they? And since then... All of their social media accounts have been deleted. Oh. From the outpour of memes that they received. That's, uh, you know... Memes have destroyed something now. Maybe I didn't actually think about it. But maybe making fun of this animal that probably a lot of people there loved and were kind of broken up about the killing of... Probably affects them negatively. Yeah. Man, I never thought about that. I'd always thought it was just kind of funny. I also thought it was kind of funny, but now it's just kind of like, man, what have we wrought? Yeah. What? Man, that sucks. I wish that could be my thing that I'm upset about, but it isn't. So instead, we'll switch gears or flip the breaker switch to... To, uh, have you ever heard of Clapter? 
Is that like some type of social media site centered around clapping? It is. It is not. It is. It's neither like, is, is it. Is it grinder for hands? I was, I was doing to make the exact same goddamn joke. <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, so anyway, uh, Clapter. Is it like kick? Like kick? I like the what, network? Yeah, like, I don't know what kick is. Like kicks? Or like anyway. kid tested, mother approved? Yes, it's kicks. You know, when I was a kid and they said kid tested, mother approved, I assume that, that was what kicks stood for, like an acronym. But that would be a kitma. <laughs> Gotta have my kitma. That's funny. Anyway. What are you upset about? I'll stop interrupting. So, Clapter is, uh, let's say... You are a privileged person, and you are watching television, and the television show is purporting to show a, like, funny or interesting or true phenomenon from the perspective of someone you are not. Alright. Clapter is when you see that, you do not find it funny, but you laugh as to be on the right side of history. Oh no. It is everywhere. I do it. You do it. Everyone does it. It is it is the practice of like pity or honor laughing at something because you assume it to be true. So it's the, uh, the okay. So I'll play out a scenario. It's the the bully taunting like a kid, and then the crowd laughs at the bully's taunt. No, not necessarily. So okay, let's say you're watching I don't know a television show that takes the perspective of a Hispanic family. All right. And part of the writer's room is Hispanic. And the show makes a point that... This is the Hispanic experience? Yeah, it makes a point at saying, this joke is Hispanic in nature. It's dealing with something that is unique to Hispanic culture. And Hispanic people may find it funny. They might not. Clapter is when someone who does not identify with that and honestly doesn't find it funny laughs. Oh. Because they want to seem like they are connected enough and cultural enough to find it funny and true. There's a word for people who, who laugh at something they don't find funny? It's So it's clapping and laughter. It is, it is like a congratulatory laugh. Like, oh, so true. So true. I, why would you... Why would you laugh at something that you don't find funny? Because you want to be on the right side of history. You want to seem like you're connected with something. Because if you meet it with steely indifference, then it could possibly be construed that you are judging or misunderstanding or displeased by this, like, cultural outlook that this show has. But why would I laugh if it's not funny? Yeah, exactly. And that's why Clapter makes me mad. Because Clapter is... I believe that Clapter is a lot of the laughter that happens on the internet. A lot of the shit that happens on TV is Clapter. It's people not necessarily finding something funny, but pretending to find something funny. To kind of honor it for being true. But is it true? Maybe. If they, it was true, wouldn't it be funny? If it was true to the person who was watching it, and it was funny, they would laugh. So, so... It's, if someone is performing an act of clapter, they either didn't find it funny, or they do not understand it. But they, they see it, they see that it is framed in such a way as to deserve some kind of honorific applause or laughter. No. In the game of comedy... You either laugh 
or you die. As in, it's either funny or it's not. There's no middle, there's no gray area with comedy. There is now. No. There, there to- no. There totally is. What? Where? Who do I write to? Imagine, if you will. To a, complain. A stand-up comic who is in a wheelchair. I know one. This person says something. <laughs> stand-up comic. Oh, oh, that's funny. That's so true. No! <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's say a stand-up comic who Ooh, is in a wheelchair okay. says something that is unique to the wheelchair-bound person's life experience. Yeah. And would be funny to people in wheelchairs. Yeah. The person who is perceiving that sees that it has, like, all the setup of a joke. It concludes in a humorous fashion, but they cannot identify with it. They don't find it funny. They laugh and clap as to say, I understand. Okay. You're not alone. I I don't hate this. I'm not a monster. In that context... It seemed a little more okay. It's okay, and it's understandable that people do it. But if it's funny, laugh. If it's not funny, well, don't laugh. Yeah, yeah. Because something can be true and speak to people of a certain background and be funny. Yeah. Something can be all of those things. I, I think something... There's a weird shift happened, like, three... In the last three years, let's say that, where people forgot that empathy exists. The ability... To, like, understand another's plight and experience mm-hmm. without having had to live it. Mm-hmm. Because there, there's a lot, I see so much on the internet where people are, like, just saying you can't talk about this because you don't know how it is to live with that. Mm-hmm. And, and that is true. That There's nothing wrong with that statement. But there's some level of empathy where... We empathize with people who mm-hmm. live different experiences to the extent that we understand their struggle. Not exactly how it is, mm-hmm. but enough to feel empathetic. Mm-hmm. It's, I don't, I don't, I don't there, get a, it. There's a tendency to make empathy feel unearned by saying, if you haven't lived this way, if you haven't done this, done that, you can't understand. Your empathy is worth It's like, no, it isn't. I feel bad. Because I can kind of understand where you're coming from. Not off of life experience, but just because I'm a human being, and I know how it feels to be a human being, and you seem pretty bummed out about this. Yeah, that's like, at the basic level, every human being that is alive has something in common in the fact that we're all human beings. Mm -hmm. So that, like, from that base level, we all have a shared experience. Yeah. And from that, everything branches out and becomes myriad, varied, and different to to create, you know, billions of different individuals. Mm -hmm. But we should all be able to hearken back to that core base experience Mm -hmm. that allows us to empathize with other people who have it better or have it worse than us. Mm -hmm. But there should never be a point where someone says, well, you can't know what they're going through. Mm -hmm. And because of that... You have no right to speak. They can say the first part. They can say, you can't know. And that's true. Because I understand that I can't know the life experience of a lot of really oppressed people. Yeah. But you can't say that I don't have the right to feel bad about it. Yeah. Or that we have... or, Or that you're not entitled to an opinion. Yeah. Because you don't know. And I mean, in that lies 
uh, where this whole, like, clapter thing comes from. It's laughing at things that don't have, like, an, an empathetic connection with people. It's, it's laughing at things that's not... It doesn't speak to you in an, in, uh, in an empathetic way, but you're clapping because you think that it should. That's interesting. I, I, don't, I don't know how to feel about that. I don't like it. From a comedian standpoint, only laugh at things you find funny. Yep. From, like, this weird human being thing that we are. I mean, you do want to show that you, you appreciate and honor, like, the work they went through. Mm. No, no. Double down on the first thing. Yeah. Laugh at what you find funny. If it's funny, laugh. Laughter is the reaction to funny things. If you don't find funny, don't laugh. You can clap. If you don't clapping find it... is how we show appreciation, not if... laughter. If you don't find it funny, there's nothing wrong with the joke or you. The joke wasn't for you. Yeah, it wasn't funny to you. So don't pretend like it was. And then don't you know... lie to performers, people. Yeah, and and I mean clapping's a lie. Is it? It can be. Oh yeah, no clapping is. It can be a lie, but like if you legitimately appreciate something clap if you think something's funny laugh if you think something's sad cry just stop doing things that that you feel like you're perceived to do or whatever Mm -hmm. don't let society tell you when you should clap just clap when you want to clap laugh when you you find something funny just do things the way you, you, you feel. Yeah, I mean, if you're part of an audience, the entire power of an audience's reaction is in the individual. It's because it made you feel that way and you reacted that way. And never boo ironically. Booing ironically is the worst. Is that, is that, is that a thing? Is that like, ironaboo? <laughs> That's actually what's called, ironaboo. I don't know. But, uh, no, just be genuine. Because then if you're just doing what everyone else does or what you feel you should do, your opinion's not worth anything. Your reaction is pointless and you're just submitting to mob mentality. Yeah, what he said. Be yourself. Clapter. Clapter. Dumb. It's real. I'd rather it be grinder for hands. I mean, that does exist. Hander? Grander. 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 Grind. It's, sounds a little bit grander than grinder. Oh, Grand Marnier. But I don't know. People can be into hands. People are into feet. Yeah, people are into whatever. All right, anyway. People have a thing for everything. I, I have the hardest time wrapping around my head around laughing at something you don't find funny. It's, uh, it's, I mean, I do it. I definitely do it. I, when I when I when I when I hear something funny and I don't feel like laughing because like I'm on a call or something and I don't want to blow out their ears, mm-hmm. I'll say that's funny. Oh, that's the worst. I do it too. People hate it. Well, they can get over it. Uh, if you're the kind of person who really doesn't laugh at comedy and you have funny friends, they're like, "That's funny." They're like, "What? Why are you being a dick?" It's like, "No, I thought it was funny. I'm telling you the truth." I'm not lying to you. I it, thought it was funny. It's it's fun to mess with people and sarcastically say that's funny after... Yeah, or whatever. Also, nose exhales. Oh, yeah. Well, that's internet laughing. That's, that's LOLing now. I do that at everything. I do that because I'm asthmatic. And sometimes that's all I can do. Does the microphone pick that up? Probably not. Do it closer. Now take that sample and put it in... Every time. Every time. No thanks. Uh, oh. I mean, maybe. I see who's the true editor here. Hey, look. I have to be at the bank in 12 hours. Oh, okay. You're right. 
All right, so does that wrap up? This is what's making me mad currently. Why do laughter gone? Exactly, and that is the end of that segment. Wow. I feel like we covered a lot of good ground. Man. Why do things break? Yeah. Laugh at what's funny? Yeah. Don't vaccinate your cat. No, vaccinate your cat. Okay, fine. Jesus. If Hey, remember when we said Dude. Don't, don't listen to what we tell you to do, right? FIV is real? Feline. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's not as big of a deal as HIV, apparently. But it's still there? It's still real? I mean, it's a, it's, it's a big deal to cats. Yeah, well, you, yeah, I guess if you're a cat, it sucks. <laughs> Whoa. I, I don't know. Hey, I can't be a cat. You, I can't know what a cat's you, you going through. I have no opi- I hate the internet. You can't Sorry. empathize. All right. Let's go over the new segments, because we promised them two new segments, and I think we did three. I think we did. So it was Today's to Topics. To, to Today's to Topics. There was... Olympic... What was that called? Oh, Locked Up... Lock, lock Up Lochte. No, there was actually a previous segment... <laughs> No, no, today's to topics was, was the, the Olympics. Olympics. Then there's locked up, lock up, lo, lock up, Then there was uh, questions from you with statements from Plus, us, which is an oldie but a goodie. Which, yeah. And then there's here is why you're making me angry, and where is all the laughter gone? All right, that's that's four segments, three new ones. We did it. We we kept our promise. We said. Every segment was going to be new, and then it was new, and now we're we, released from this curse you've put us under. We got the segment hat trick. Yeah. What's a hat trick? It's three goals done by the same person in soccer. See? That was an appropriate thing that I said. Yeah. I knew it had something to do with three. Yeah. Sometimes when I try to say hat trick, I say hattress. That's good information. That's Tetris with hats. That better be real. Oh! You don't know about Hattress? Alright, we're not doing this bit. No, Hattress is so real. This is... I will have to show you Hattress. Alright, everyone, check out Hattress. And you know what else you can check out? Our... Email! At... Zero Credits is a podcast at gmail.com where you can send us love letters, hate letters, the entirety of Sinbad. Or you could suggest topics or segments you want to hear on the show. You could name them, not name them... You could send us a quiz or a puzzle. Or you could just tell your friends about us in the email. That wouldn't work. Email us a rebus. Email us friends. You, you know how you could simultaneously get in touch with us and tell your friends about us? Oh, is that our Twitter? You just tweet to all your thousands of followers. Yeah. We're... Our Twitter... Our Twitter is at ZCPCWHJ, which stands for Zero Credits Podcast with Senator Job. With Santa John. <laughs> so good. You might have heard that from an ad. You might have heard that in an ad. Yeah. Don't fucking call attention to the ads. I want them. Nothing t- happened. Just tweet us. Get your friends to t- tell your friends. Word of mouth us. It's the b- leave. We're on iTunes. Hey, like, comment, and subscribe on iTunes. Leave oh, us a yeah. five-star review. That's the best way we can get the word out because people listen to shit that's on the computer. It's true. And if it's good stuff, if it's got good ratings, they'll listen to us and you want us to be popular. I want us to be popular. Once we're popular, we'll start giving back. And we'll get more guests. We'll be able to afford to have guests. Yeah, Guests are expensive. You guys don't realize how much we have to pay, like, Maddie to be here. Oh, her fee just went up again. $3,000. And she's like, next time I want to break two chairs. 
she wants she's an insatiable lust for chair destruction and you know we just have to give into her demands but if we had more followers we could be like hey 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 and she would just break the one chair yeah but it would be a more expensive chair well probably yeah because followers like we're not peasants yeah all right but anyway do that uh john made a facebook page yep did you nope well john promises to do it next week bye everybody bye Bye. Say, say good night uh good night good night good night good night if you're listening to this in the morning, a good day to you. And if you want to hear us say good night, pause it now, wait the appropriate amount of hours, then hit play, and uh, we're, we'll give you some time to do that. <sighs> Jesus. Alright. When do we say good night? Oh, fuck it. They're not going to do that anyway. Bye! Night. Oh, be a good. Oh, it was a 30th episode. Oh, happy 30th episodes. Oh, that means I gotta change the music. No, you said at 50. Every 30 episodes, I change the music to. <laughs>